welcome to Let's Talk About Teaching. I'm Mrs Murray. Thank you so much for listening today. In this episode, we'll be talking about teachers, competitive or collaborative. This is the question really that, as a profession, are we competing against one, one another? Or are we collaborative working together to improve the standards of education across Scotland? This is a very difficult topic for conversation and I was swithering whether I should make an episode about teacher competitivism and collaborativism myself. The lesson that I really want us all to learn today is a lesson we'll all have taught to the pupils in front of us. Don't compare yourself with others around you. Compare yourself with yourself yesterday and if you're making progress, then you're doing the right thing and you should be proud. Unfortunately, within a teaching as a professionalism, We are behind closed doors, as we've said before on this podcast, and unfortunately we are in direct competition with each other. I've had lots of different experiences, even with only six years of teaching under my belt, and I have to say that at times I have felt extremely competitive. Sometimes I didn't feel that it was directly coming from me, but I felt the pressure to compete, to keep up, to make sure my wall displays were as colourful and as engaging as my stage partners, to make sure that the feedback I was given to the head teacher in assemblies was the same as the other stage of my class. I think it can be productive to a little bit of healthy competition. I I do think that it spurs each other on, but I do think we are falling far short on our collaborative practice. And I think really even remote learning was an example of every teacher at home in Scotland doing their own thing, trying their best to catch up with things. And yes, we used each other as a network, but we did still have that sense of insecurity about, you know, will everyone else be thinking I'm an absolute Luddite for not knowing how to work this on Teams or Google Classroom? And I think the problem really is that it's that fear of being compared that makes us competitive and makes us feel uncomfortable as teachers. And I know from my own experience, I've had occasions where I've had just the best stage partners ever, or I've been team teaching with a colleague in class, and we've just been so in agreement on what's the right thing and and open to suggestions and not fixed on what has to happen but flexible but always communicating in a way that is respectful to each other and really is supportive of each other and in no way tries to diminish the other's skills, knowledge or abilities which of course as teachers (laughs) you wouldn't imagine is something any of us would do but unfortunately I think it is something that we feel even if it's something that as a profession we don't wish to articulate we still acknowledge it internally. On the other hand, I can definitely think of several examples where in the school I'm currently working in, I've worked collaboratively with my colleagues. And sometimes it's for things really that are extracurricular activities. You know, if you get on very well with a colleague in your school and you decide to take on a club or a show or something that will have, you know, a project that definitely has an end in sight, I think collaboration between colleagues becomes so much easier and so much more welcomed because it's almost as an extra you're both getting brownie points for doing whatever it is that you're doing (laughs) or the group are getting brownie points. And I think the problem is the hierarchy in schools. It's still very difficult to understand the pecking order of staff. And when I first became a teacher, I really thought it was time served. And I definitely, it's that old fashioned thing. I was raised to respect my elders and a teacher that I thought had been teaching for longer than I'd been teaching uh, or some teachers that I work with that have been teaching probably for as long as I've been alive. I think, well, no, like I'll be able to happily take a step back and defer to their knowledge and skills and experience. But on the other hand, I found really quickly as I moved to my third school that that was not the case and the newer the teacher was, the more hot they were on the lingo and the terminology, 
because obviously they keep changing the jargon and reinventing the wheel and bringing out new programmes and new proposals. And what I found quite ironic was, you know, it wasn't really about the value of the quality of the teaching and learning. It was about your ability to talk the talk on the key indicators and and the things that Education Scotland are working towards. So these are the things that you always see people asking about on interviews, you know, what are the hot topics, what are the contemporary issues in education? And it's always going to be the attainment gap until if it's even possible for us to really close that in a capitalist society. You know, there is always going to be a difference, but I think the attainment gap, differentiation, inclusion were always really key things that, you know, we all spoke about and we all worked together in policy on paper to really contribute. But when you think about what it's like to really enter the school as a child or as a visitor, as a colleague, or even as a new member of staff, I think you see that it, it really can still be very cliquey and we are missing a trick with having inclusive collaboration in real life instead of just in our policies that are around our schools. I think the real reason that, that this episode was suggested and the real thoughts I had when trying to discuss this issue was we're our own worst enemy in making competition with our colleagues. You know, it's it's you, or me, let's say, for example, but anyone listening out there, it's you that as you walk into the building, if you think, oh, she was here before me and she's leaving after me and you feel self-conscious about that. If you walk past someone who's doing reports or something in advance that you clearly think, oh, oh, what about me? Should I be doing that? And I think, I know in my school, that's a common occurrence, you know, that, oh, what is that you're doing? Do I have to be doing that? And it is that fear of failure, that fear of missing out and that sort of worry that you're not good enough. Because as teachers, the problem is, no matter how good we are, it's not enough to close the attainment gap. It's not really enough to be all that we need to be to support these children in all the curricular areas of education and to be hitting these targets that our local authorities and the Scottish Government are aiming for in attainment, as well as circling back and being all-inclusive for the health and well-being of children. When we think about the cyberbullying, the mental health things, the differences that really we have to teach our children about that I wasn't taught when I was at school. It's bizarre that we're trying to hold so tightly onto everything while adding so many new things into the mix that teachers are responsible for. I would hope that any teacher listening out there that does identify with that can think, you know, I'll forgive myself for that and I'll forgive others because we don't have to be in competition. The best thing I think about my school is that everybody has a strength that is particularly different, that's unique to their interests or their skills or their history, their experience. It's something that if we all did a tiny bit and worked together, then we could do wonders. We really could. On the other hand, I think it's it's difficult because teachers aren't known for their flexibility with each other. Yes, flexible in class. Yes, responsive planning. Yes, you have to react to what's happening in the lesson and maybe adjust. But when you've been doing something and you've been in one stage or one school for a certain number of years or a, a period of time, you get set in your ways. And I think it's only natural and it's not just the teaching profession that this happens to. And this will link into another upcoming episode that we have about the voluntary exchange scheme in Scottish education, which allows teachers to transfer and move around Scottish schools and their local authority. I think there's a lot of benefit towards this and we'll discuss that in a later episode, but I do think staying in the same spot and teachers who have been in the same school possibly for their whole careers, they can assume that there is one way of doing things and especially if you've been the person that decades ago wrote that policy that now people are coming in and changing and, and you know, maybe not being particularly positive around 
you can take that personally and, and it can become something about competition you know well what is this policy where is that policy rationale and do you really think that is a policy and it, it can become about tearing each other down instead of building each other up and I think as teachers we we have to be collaborative and not competitive and I hope you know that everyone listening would agree with that and although competition can sneak into our mindset and it's easily done you think oh even myself I can find it that I walked in to cover a class that wasn't my class and I thought oh my goodness this teacher has spent so much more of their own money on the on their own library and they've got books galore and I actually last year had hardly anything like this and I can make it a comparison and I can make it something negative in a competition or oh well this that at least I had this or she doesn't have that but the truth is actually I've walked in and I've acknowledged something that I think, well, I can add to my repertoire. It doesn't have to be a negative. It doesn't have to be, I'm not doing that. Oh, no. It can be, okay, noting that for next year. And when I am back to a full class, that is what I'll be doing. And I'll be swarming around the charity shops looking for books post-COVID and, and really making sure I have a wealth of books available to them, for my children to become readers and to encourage that love and joy of reading. I don't have to make it an us versus them. I can make it a collaborative, okay, I've learned something from that person. I really find it interesting the the direction they took that in or what they thought about this and and I would like to use that myself. And I think teachers, we, we do this all the time. It's absolutely hilarious how many times I've been in classes and we've all been doing the same lessons of the teacher Facebook page or we're all using the same resources that are being shared online. We can collaborate in a global way we can collaborate in a national way across Scotland on these things but I think this is where it becomes a competition that no one really wants to ask for help in their own school to their own line manager no one wants to be the person that says I don't know what I'm doing with this and that can breed competition because then no one wants to be the person that doesn't know where the truth is we all have something we don't know and it's that funny saying you don't know what you don't know which I think Even as teachers, you know, we're not meant to be all-knowing vessels of knowledge. We learn things as we go. And I'll put my hands up and say, when I was in the Key Worker Hub classes, you know, caring for P67s, and I haven't taught P67 in a few years, I had to take the textbook home and make sure I understood what was going on. Then I made sure I knew what the teacher was setting on Google Classroom so that if they had questions, I knew what the right answer would be. And that's acceptable. You know, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think most teachers would say they go and review a topic or facts about something or a novel before they teach it to the class. And I don't think we have to be all-knowing, omnipresent things that we can't admit that actually it's interesting to hear from another person's perspective sometimes. And the best thing that I love is going into conversation thinking not about being right, but about learning and about, you know, being open to a conversation And not making it a competition, not making it about us and them, not making it about being right or wrong, but about, okay, what could we learn from each other? How could we support each other? And how can we make our lives easier on each other? I think I was a, when it was remote learning, I was an old record. I kept going on and on. Why don't we all put our quizzes and all put our Google Docs and our Jamboards into one shared drive? Why don't we all use it? Why don't we all have the same resources? And I think the problem is it gets a little bit, well, I did that. I'm the one that put that effort in. If they're not going to make their own one up, then why would I share it with them? Or option B would be, I'm actually embarrassed to share my work with someone in case they find a mistake. Or I'm embarrassed to share this Jamboard because actually I'm not quite sure that they will think it's of quality and value now that I've seen a couple of other people's. And I don't think we have to be 
so negative on ourselves and I don't think we have to be so dismissive of our colleagues and sometimes it's in humour sometimes it's a funny way and it's just a wee bit of an aside and yes we're all under a lot of pressure but I think the most important thing to remember is that we need to care for our colleagues we are a team together we need to be a united front we need to be collaborative and we need to be kind to each other so of the questions teachers competitive or collaborative I'm hoping the answer that you're thinking in your head is collaborative, that we should be a a profession. Healthy competition, yes, but actually that we know that we're not comparing ourselves with anyone else. If we are improving, if we are making progress, then we are doing the right thing. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think this was a rather odd episode and you want to write into me about it, you can. If you have any other suggestions, if you have any other questions or things you'd like to add to this discussion, you can get in touch with the podcast at time to talk about teaching at gmail.com. That's time to talk about teaching at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening today. I would really appreciate it if you could share this podcast with someone or leave a wee rate and review for me wherever you listen to this podcast below. That would be very much appreciated and it would help the podcast grow and hopefully gain a wider audience. Thank you so much for everyone listening today. Take care. Bye bye for now.